Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rookie Numbers podcast. How are you all doing? My name is Aman, and I am Nilak. And this is a podcast where we talk about games, tech news, gaming news, and mostly just what we play these days. So, starting off, I think this is a very important episode for our podcast. Is it? Yeah, I mean, this is the podcast about the biggest game launch in ever. So basically we played Cyberpunk. We did play Cyberpunk. And I have split my talk into three different sections to talk about Cyberpunk. And Google chose a great time to sign me out, so I'm going to get into it as soon as I can open up my talk. Ha, huh. so uh, that's fine. Meanwhile, I'll just let's just go over what all we are going to discuss today. Yep. So on the agenda today we have Cyberpunk. We also played Spellbreak. It recently launched on Steam. I we will talk about the new leagues that play Path of Exile is doing which is mm-hmm. shorter leagues event leagues whatever we'll be touching on the Dota patch which well hit it yesterday and we sunk a few hours into that as well and some snippets some epic games charity foundation news that's most of what we are going to touch on yep and just in time for my doctor load so My doc is split into three different sections the good the bad and the thumbs in the middle so i'll start with the good i'll let i let neela handle the bad because that's kind of what we saw our experiences become in this game what i love about this game is the story is pretty damn top notch i i want to do a spoiler filled review of this game soon or whenever neela is done playing with it um which is going to be a while and i think we neela will get into that soon it's not exactly an rpg as i thought it would be it does not have as many rpg things as i expect an rpg rpg to have it's an action adventure game in its true self i find um one of my gripes with the game is that there's so much scope for character customization but you only see it when you're driving because the game is a first person only game and i have a feeling they'll probably like drop a third person looking patch or there'll be a mod for it later down the line and yeah i guess that would be cool <clears throat> the game is also filled with easter eggs and filled with bugs as well but that goes into sort of the bad category um to be fair though most of the bugs that i found in the game and it's getting a lot of flack for the kind of bugs that it has um none of those bugs are so bad that a quick reload couldn't fix like the most egregious ones either most of the things were mostly related to graphics and textures so yeah i find the bugs to be not as big of a problem when i was playing through it but to be fair like i own a gtx 1080 ti and i was barely getting like 45 to 50 frames a second on 1440p which is it's more than most people are getting so i'm not going to complain about it but it's definitely not the smoothest experience out there and i did see footage of uh, people playing it on an rtx 3080 and getting like amazing frame rates and amazing like textures the ray tracing effects look really really good it's a very very beautiful game and i still find control was a like more beautiful game than this was but control is also a game in like a single building and it's a much like it's a closed game as compared to cyberpunk which is pretty open world and i find that that's where it wins out in the graphical contest so yeah I think that's my thoughts in a small nutshell. I can do like an entire episode about it. Neelak, what are your thoughts? Oh well, this was a big roller coaster, huh? So yeah. I'll 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 start off with the good things that I 
well noticed about the game. So I played a very I didn't play through the game much, but I got into a good a bunch of the story content and a lot of the side content. So the story seems very nice, as is expected from CTPR. The world building seems nice, and that is honestly not at all surprising. That is what we were sold on, and that is what we got. Fair enough. The next thing are the characters. The characters are very nice. Most of the characters are very impactful. Again, part of the story. Then comes the open world, right? So the open world is amazing. Like it is. It's very immersive. It is very immersive. It is one of the biggest and most detailed open world that I've played in. Mm-hmm. And never did I feel that one part of the world was better done than the other part. Oh yeah. Right. So it was. It was a very whole thing. Then let's come more so towards what I what I didn't like. Right. So. Let's just start off by saying that CDPR did a bunch of very, I'd like very bad like anti-consumer moves. The mm-hmm. game initially was sold as an RPG, but ever since the game has hit the market, everywhere that RPG was mentioned on their website, it has been removed and it has been replaced by action adventure. Yep. So a lot of people who expected RPG did not get an RPG. I. I like playing RPGs. I play a bunch of RPGs, and definitely it didn't have as many RPG elements as I was hoping. It also feels like it's hastily cut out. Like the RPG stuff is like hastily cut out of it. It was probably very easy to include a barber shop, that kind of stuff, but it isn't. Yeah. I don't know, like that's that kind of stuff. I so I feel a barber shop is something that might have slipped to their mind, and I think yeah. they'll add later on. But anyway, so anyway, let's just even leave leave out the RPG parts of this. So something which uh, more things which were anti-consumer anti-consumer that CDPR did was when they sent the review copies to the reviewers, they didn't send any console copies, right? Mm-hmm. And the downside of that is we didn't know how the consoles would run it on the get go on the launch day. We never we didn't know how they would perform, and everybody was skeptical about it. And it turned out they were correct. They were right in being very skeptical. It runs horribly on or the old gen base consoles, which is to say the PS4 and the Xbox One. And well, Sony came in a good light recently. Sony has stopped selling it, selling the game completely, for multiple reasons. But Microsoft hasn't done the same, and Sony is giving everybody refunds. Mm-hmm. So. That Hasn't been recalled move. to the point where uh, you cannot play it even if you want to, or is it just they'll give you refunds if you want to return it? They'll give you refunds if you want to return it. That is okay. how it is usually That's done. That's fair. Yeah. So that is how it's done, and then that was in a nutshell what all has been happening. But overall, why is it trash? It is horribly optimized. I'm I'm running on a 1070, and okay, fair. I'm running on a laptop, which means I have a worse CPU than most people out there. Mm-hmm. but then again i am running for on a cpu which two years back was the highest like top tier laptop cpu mm-hmm. i was totally capped at 100% cpu usage throughout i have never seen any other game cap my cpu usage that high and i was getting horrible performance straight up i was i needed to i had to run it on low and even then i wasn't holding steady 30 mm-hmm. and it, it was just like horrible to play with so the outside areas of the world were much easier to play with because lesser things whereas the city being how dense it is also worked in a bad way as in i had horrible frame rates not playable for me very buggy as aman mentioned 
there yeah. i didn't face any game breaking bugs i have heard of other people facing game breaking bugs that's a thing mm-hmm. and uh i don't know i was very disappointed overall with how they uh even uh, cd project red came out and said that you can get a refund if you want to right yeah so, so everybody can get refunds if they want to for now and so then they had a investor call right and all the investors like why what is this why is this horribly like why uh-huh. is the performance so bad and shit so cdpr did say they are going to focus on fixing the performance now before adding any more content being mm-hmm. the multiplayer mode Makes which sense. is completely fair yeah which i can get wholeheartedly by and uh well yes that is on the cdpr's part they did very bad moves which i had hoped they wouldn't do they are no longer the apple of reddit sai and <laughs> yes yeah right That's for sure so it, it you know it feels like you have a kid and that kid is just being very disappointing and you're just like god damn it what do i do now uh, it's very easy to fall in reddit's dis- 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 like disregard like you have to do just one bad thing so i won't put too much um i wouldn't like give that too much credit but it's is definitely weird considering cdpr is known for making games that are that run perfectly and have the depth that they do and i mean witcher 3 of course i so, mean witcher yeah but uh, witcher 3 was also horrible horribly running on launch that is i mean we can attribute it to them having horrible launches but again uh, also one point i mentioned i forgot to mention was that it broke steam's records it broke oh, every yeah. places records it broke steam's steam's record for for being the highest single player most con- most concurrently played single player game it crossed a million plays on, on the, the night of the day. launch yeah million plays on the night of the launch million concurrent plays it sold 15 million copies okay just to put in context i think 1 million downloads was what genshin impact hit to become a big deal and this is and that was a free game this is an expensive game and it sold 15 times as much and okay so and cdpr has recouped all development costs which is again of to be expected yeah and although due to how badly the launch went cdpr has apparently lost about 1 billion dollars in revenue i think it's still like floating by considering the amount of money they sold yeah but like, in a hard invest call they were told that they have lost 1 billion dollar due to the backlash and that is to be mm-hmm. expected i mean they also sunk a lot of money into the marketing yeah i mean and they did they did get back like the full return on investment it's just that's for sure they did a good job but they probably lost out on the shares front yeah yeah i guess so and i think we haven't this is weird we've talked like 5 minutes about cyberpunk without even mentioning once that keanu reeves looks amazing in the game that he completely does like the or the only gripe i had with keanu reeves in the game was and this is not spoiler territory but it's just uh johnny silverhand his character is not very characteristic of keanu reeves in general like there's a character shift from what other keanu reeves roles are so keanu reeves, although keanu reeves has always played the badass role yeah i know like, i mean i mean yes it's more john wick than it is you know breathtaking keanu reeves <laughs> well yeah <laughs> but um yeah it's it's weird to see him sort of like be an asshole 
Yeah, that is and that, that's all I'm going to say about it because anything more will be spoiler territory and I'm not going to go there until we get to the review which I <laughs> hope we do. Which we will. Uh moving on, we tried Spellbreak. Spellbreak. Um I didn't know anything about Spellbreak until I saw it free on Steam and ready for preloading on the night before its launch. And I thought, okay, I can give this a spin and then Neelak tells me he's been following the game for 2 years. So that that was a surprise. um spellbreak from what i played was a battle royale game with a focus on spells and elements so instead of a a fortnite where you shoot uh and you have guns and etc etc this game was entirely dependent on like magic and gauntlets and using elements and a mixture of elements to create a to deal damage which i found very very cool like the base concept of the game was very cool to me before i started out even and i find that the game was like really on point we played this is very very weird like all of our friends played started playing the game at the same time and that's very rare um but we played for a good 2 hours i guess and i had a really fun time it's not a game you can play for a long time as i think neelak pointed out when we were playing it you can't play more than like five matches you'll kind of get tired but it's it's a very cool game i feel more so than actually getting tired it's kind of it doesn't we're coming to our next point right that the mm-hmm. learning curve is smaller than you'd expect for uh-huh. combos and stuff like that so it, the reason why we can't create for longer at a stretch is that there is a lot of lack of content after you figure out the cool combos to do you either try to stick by them and and that's just it right so yeah. i feel they'll need to expand on the weapons front because every okay so the main thing about shooters shooter battle royale is that you have you can play in very different well playstyles yeah, you can sure. either be a sniper or you can be up front and like just running everywhere right so mm-hmm. that is not as present here it is much more matlab, there's a single type of weapon with six different yeah. element combos yeah there is like yeah there is like six different elements and this just well that many combos but again it's a nice game I'd love to see where this goes. This is in the early access. This just launched on Steam. It had launched on Epic Games a while back. And I so we clearly didn't play it then. For obvious reasons. Yes. If you have seen any of our previous episodes. Um so that happened. We haven't played Spellbreak enough to like give you more insights on it. The game looks fairly well optimized to be honest. Didn't hit my CPU too hard. It's not a very demanding game, is it? Yeah. It is definitely not a demanding game and After playing Cyberpunk it was definitely a breath of fresh air. <laughs> That's for sure, yes. Um It ran on my CPU. That yeah. I I can't make the same complaints as you do, which is a flex as well as a saving grace, but <laughs> um yeah, it felt nice for a game to actually be hitting the frame rate of my monitor. Well, yes. Yes. Course. So After this I'm going to leave the entire stage to Neelak as he talks about Path of Exile and Dota because I have no clue. <laughs> Okay so part of exile it has been running to ev- a few events due to the due to them wanting not wanting to clash their new leagues launch with cyberpunk so they had two one week leagues and a three week league we just we are approaching the end of the two week two one week leagues both of them were very different one was called mayhem which was just a crap ton of enemies the second one was delf which was a very different play style uh-huh. both of them were very interesting and we like Three hours of us within three hours of us recording this, we are going to start getting into the three weekly. So it is definitely something which 
uh, if you are any interested in path of exile this is a very good time to start because after this the next time to start is going to be 3 weeks later yeah okay um a one week league is also known as a voided league right not necessarily so these two one week leagues were voided leagues uh-huh. because of how broken they the leagues innately were okay what is a voided league so so usually what happens is the there are a few there is there are two types of leagues mm-hmm. in path of exile one is called a season league or a trade league and the second is called a standard league so okay. there is a new trade league every 3 months which has the new mechanic and then after those 3 months are over every character from the trade league, trade league gets transferred to the standard league mm-hmm. and they lose the newer things they only have the older things and then there is a new trade league again this okay. is how they keep the game fresh they want people to come back every 3 months which is a very fair thing people play for one month and or two months and then take a break of one month which is very viable because after that you start at the same point right. whereas for a voided league whereas for a voided league after the league is over you basically can't play that character anymore you'll need to create a new character and do the whole thing again if you want to play it like him again and you just it doesn't go back to standard is it sort of comparable to um say a spin off side mission a longer spin off side mission if i were well yeah think of it as a side mission which you can't replay again and don't really gain anything from it's just for the enjoyment of playing the side mission okay good enough yeah mm all right so that and was that for poe i guess that was for poe yeah that was for poe and the next topic which someone left me to is dota yep oh boy so last night we at around 1 am we saw the well the latest patch of dota dropped and it is called the mistwood patch we have a new hero and almost every single hero has gotten a new ability okay Yay. nice it's at this point it's almost like valve doesn't want newer players to come in they just want older players to stay even more involved with the game and they are like nah it's fine newer players we don't need you we have an and like a very huge player base as it is it's working out i mean it's working out okay so patch notes were huge they were insanely long last night me and my friends stayed stayed up from 1 am to 5:30 in the morning just reading through the patch notes yet we couldn't finish it today morning it took me about 3 to 4 more hours to get through the patch note alone for context and i was there until about 5 am no i was there until what 4:30 and i stuck around while they talked and talked and talked and i didn't realize they were talking about the patch notes for quite a while until i realized that the patch notes were just that entire website that they were looking at and it was unnerving to see the amount of changes they did in 6 months it's like they yeah i don't know i i yeah go on so there is this youtuber i was just telling him there is this youtuber called perch right and what he does is he does these patch analysis videos mm-hmm. a few months back the biggest patch before this was a 7.23 patch uh, the newer one is a 7.28 patch so basically five patches before he made a patch analysis video which was which was 9 hours in length okay and that patch wasn't as big as this patch did he make so a patch I'll, analysis for this so safe to say it will take him a few days to make the analysis video and safe to say i am very worried about his health Yes, that's for sure. Let's pay for so, perch. Yes, <laughs> indeed. 
the meme on the reddit on the subreddit was that we hope ice frog gives the patch to him early so that he can play the game with us on launch <laughs> yeah well um i remember um yesterday we were looking at this stream and this is the funniest thing i've seen ever uh we were looking at the stream of this guy who was um who basically had an alarm set for when the patch drops and until then the stream was dead silence so it was basically an alarm clock for this for the update drop and it was 4000 people who were watching that including us <laughs> and i don't know man uh, people find ways if that guy isn't good at marketing i don't know who is yeah like he's got it set like he's getting more views than we will ever get uh, it was definitely very funny like i i really like the community around dota when they when they do stuff like this and yeah i i might when they aren't when they aren't as toxic as they usually are that can be said about basically any any player base at well, this that point is that is very fair and i think that's it for the games we played this week we didn't play a whole lot of games because well cyberpunk happened to me and <laughs> and burnout happened to you burnout did happen So moving to some little snippets we have the Epic Games Char- Charity Foundation Private Limited. Mm-hmm. So the Epic Games Holiday Edition sale uh, is now live which is offering close to 15 games over the next 2 weeks. So basically you log in every day and claim a free game and build your library. It's only available for 24 hours at a time but you get to keep your games forever. And if you are not as acrimonious as Neelak is you can basically have a whole bunch of games to try out. I got City Skylines for free today and I am guessing a bunch of big games will drop in the next 2 weeks. This is how Epic builds um their marketing. I think they're also giving you like a free coupon for the game that you get, which is cool. Um for sure and uh, to add to this actually, even Uplay is doing the same. They are giving away Trials Fusion as we speak, so be sure to pick that up as well. Yeah. I actually like this. People just giving away games. Why not? For sure. And this looks like a very nice thing epic epic could get into the industry that that's true that's true in fact um recently indian regional pricing got active activated on epic games so you don't need to pay in dollars and euros and that was some do you not require an international card for the same i don't think so because you can pay in rupees so i'm guessing a domestic card would work i haven't made a transaction yet nice. but i think that's very good and because until now i was refraining from making any purchases on epic because i didn't want to use an international card that makes sense that's a very nice move for sure yeah well market targeting pretty cool and in littler snippets or of lesser importance in order we have more things and i think i'll get let neela get into the first one so ps5 india may not be a nationwide launch Oh no, PS5 India launch. Oh no. So Sony made a statement that say that said not all retailers across the country will get the PlayStation 5 when it launches, which we still don't know about. We are expecting Q2 at this point, 2021. Okay, that's and a long time ago. Not yeah, long time away. Yeah, I think next financial year easy. Okay. But anyway, so the thing is they have admitted that not every con- state is going to get it at the same time. I think they're going to get it to the well metropol- metro- metropolitan states first. And you probably know which one those are. Yep. And uh, uh more so it just looks horrible. Scalpers are going to be all over it. 
I feel like it's a good enough point to bring up. Well, yes. Uh it's a weird anyway. situation. But yeah, we'll we'll tell you more as and when it comes around and yeah, I hope it comes soon. Mm-hmm. And it, I hope it suffers sales wise because of the how how late they are. Uh well, I do too as well. Yeah. I wish more people build PCs. In what seems like really good news, at least to me, the writer behind Control is joining the Fable Four team. Eh, that is amazing news. I was already very hyped for Fable Four and how it is, um, because like how is this sh- how it is shaping up. I was already very hyped for the launch back in July, for for the announcement back in July. So, Anna McGill. Uh, announced on Thursday that she'll start work at the Microsoft-owned UK-based studio in 2021, and she was um, a special, a lead writer on the special project that is Control, and yeah, that's pretty cool. I am way more excited about Fable Four than I was before, considering Control was a greatly written game. For sure, one of the biggest uh, good things that Control had going for it was. definitely the story and i have played a bunch of it and it, it was definitely nice and i'm really hyped for fable 4 although i haven't played fable yet maybe i'll finally get to playing it yes please it's a it's it's a game you'll really enjoy mm-hmm. in fact i recently found out that um one of rocksteady's senior script writers also a premier like a principal script writer on the fable project Mm-hmm. uh which is weird because rocksteady made the batman arkham knight game and control is also a mind control game so was batman arkham knight i wonder if that that sort of writing plays into fable 4 it will definitely be an interesting thing to check out and yeah i guess that's it's pretty cool i am very hyped for fable 4 although this is barely any news but i feel i felt like talking about it just makes me feel nice <laughs> and that that's why this podcast exists indeed and in some other news we recently came to know that riot games is new game which they are developing in the league of legends universe is going to be an mmo which is definitely very nice for everyone because the league of legends universe is very detailed and a very deep universe which i've always wanted to get into not i'd like to be clear i do not want to get into playing the game which is league mm-hmm. of legends i just want to get into their universe and sure in some other news we also have the fact that GTA 5's new heist dropped but we'll yeah. talk about it when we actually play through it and when uh, we actually load into the game we have been trying for the past two days and we are still stuck on the loading screen so yeah it, if it loads we'll play it basically for sure and, and in yeah. our last little bit of news we have the DLC of Death Stranding so uh-huh. Death Stranding and Cyberpunk did a crossover and it got six new missions and some new items which is definitely very nice that stranding is a game which i feel everybody should check out although it's not a game everybody will like it's a very love it or hate it game 
as our most hideo kojima games but sure do give it a try yeah dead stranding is also on sale currently on epic and i'm assuming also on steam very soon considering the steam sale will also hopefully drop very soon so steam sale will probably drop very soon never buy games on a monday because steam sales usually start on a tuesday so well that's your new that that's your tech tip today. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i guess we're done for this week uh yeah. we have a bunch of things to do for the next week one is to try to load gta 5 which i am not i'm not very positive on uh and I'm not liking our odds there either yeah play play more games and enjoy the holidays which and just yeah. just to remind everybody we are still working on a game awards episode which we yeah let's let's be real we were really disappointed by the game awards this year and we're going to go do our own game awards and we're going to do it right we are going to do it right And, and that's yeah. about it for the week. This was the geek. Uh, wow, I really did that Freudian <laughs> slip, huh? This was the Geek Fruit podcast. <laughs> oh no. Uh this has been the Rookie Numbers podcast. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.